0: Welcome to the Intern Whisperer Live, the show all about internships and how to survive them. This is Khalil. This is Matt.
1: This is Isabella. A reminder to our listeners, you can call us live on the air. The phone number is 407-582-2906. I really, really hope somebody calls us live. I say that every week. I really do. Uh, You can also chat with us online through the Intern Pursuits Facebook live chat. And tonight's prize is uh, an intern pursuit t-shirt i brought t-shirts back from web summit and i want to be able to hand some of those out so if you use the hashtag #BrainNet on our intern pursuits instagram or facebook and give me a comment that you learned from the show tonight you will win a t-shirt so you're up matt all right
2: Coming up this episode on the Intern Whisper Live, we have hashtag what I learned stories, hashtag employers for change, software development at hashtag BrainNet
1: Incorporated. Hey, that's that at sign. That's not hashtag. At hashtag. It's at. Oh, never mind. You're right. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay
2: and web summit <laughs>
1: <laughs> thanks okay so how can people find us the social plugs um pivot business consulting you can find us on facebook linkedin twitter instagram and youtube on Interpursuit, pursuit you can find us on facebook linkedin twitter instagram and youtube our game interim pursuit game the game is on twitter and also on facebook and oh you can find us i i moved the page way too soon you can find the Interim Whisper on Facebook on, oh my goodness, I like totally messed up here, so let me get back in place. Uh, watch us live on Facebook and live on MixLR forward slash Interim Pursuit. No, Valencia College Radio, and then it's uh, follow the Interim Whisper. I totally messed this one up tonight. And call us on 407-582-2906. That's the benefit of being on live radio. It's very live.
2: <laughs> Matt? All right. We'd like to thank our first sponsor, Omnimodal. Omnimodal believes in smart cities and public transit services that are the backbones of equitable shared mobility today and into the future. Omnimodal works with smart cities to connect all commuters across modes of transportation to the mobility-as-a-service marketplace. Their website is https httpsomnimodal.io. Thank you, Omnimodal, for sponsoring the Intern Whisperer.
1: So tonight's guests are David Johnson and Steven Johnson. They are co-founders of BrainNet, Inc., and I'd like to welcome you guys to the show. So it's really exciting. We have two guests, not just one tonight, two. That's awesome. Hey, how's it going? Very good. Good evening. So I know these guys through Starter Studio. They were in Class 9 because I was Class 8. And they're going to tell us about their amazing software uh, product, It's all very technical, so, you know, I'm going to be really excited to um, get it broken down into uh, layman's terms. That's going to be very interesting, and I'm going to let Matt and um, Khalil open up with our questions. Um,
0: All right, so um, I guess first things first, what is BrainNet?
3: BrainNet is a software company. We are a platform to connect systems together so they can talk to each other so like for example um we want we're, we're currently working on a project to connect sensors like temperature sensors or um like uh door opening sensors and and having them communicate with the user and having adding intelligence to it so like if the temperature goes down or up it can send you an alert or in anything in the house like that. Or in a wherever business. you wherever you want to set it up, in a, usually businesses, basically. Okay. But that's just one of the projects. We're, we're just we're a platform to connect all kinds of software together.
1: Okay, so this was my this is what I thought you guys were, and tell me if if I'm so far off base or sure. if I'm right. Um, I thought that what you did was um, you would be able to take different types of uh, groups. We'll say education. Um, and when Puerto Rico had their hurricane that went through last year, uh, students had to come over here. So instead of having to have that uh, transfer of data be slower, it could be something that's as a shared, and they could find a student more quickly here because those students came from Puerto Rico, and they came to a lot of schools in the United States. Can you share data like that?
4: Yes, uh, that's just one application where we call that normalizing the data where one machine talks to the other machine without human intervention. So we build into the intelligence that these machines can exchange information.
1: I'm going to give you a harder one now. Okay, Okay. so, and this is the one that I said to the guys, okay, that's all in the same industry and working in education, right? But what if I had um, homeless shelters and I had the prison system, and then I also had, what was the third one that I had?
0: Um, hospitals.
1: Hospitals, yeah. Hospitals, prison system, and uh, homeless shelters. Because sometimes the people that get out of prison, they're homeless, and they may need to be um, keep their information kind of tracked but they also end up in the hospital. Is that something where you can connect those types of different industries and services so that now you can see if somebody is um, abusing the system or actually needs more help within the system? Absolutely. That's just a
4: little bit more complex problem than the first one you 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 talked about. So, I mean, one of the things we're looking for is getting government contracts to – You know hook together hundreds of of systems, Mm -hmm. so it's just uh, it's just a scale the scale and complexity goes up But that's what our software does
1: yeah so, I feel like I'm really really smart now <laughs> because I was going I think this is what they do. I'm not entirely sure, so I'm going to throw this question out there and see if that's yeah, you what did, it is. You did pretty well <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, that's a lot of information to connect and a lot of databases, so you have to get all of those companies to sign up as a as a client And to that, this service, I mean that, right? that
3: is the big thing is you you have to deal with actually talking to the clients and find out what they even want and if mm-hmm. the, the person they want to talk to is able to talk to them or if there's, you know, problems in the way, like with hospitals, you have to deal with all the HIPAA, the HIPAA stuff yeah. and everything. So th- there's a lot of bureaucratic obstacles, but once they're actually ready to hook up their data together, we can do that for them.
1: Hmm.
4: And it's, um, it's really a very tedious and cost-consuming, you know, process, and that's why we're using artificial intelligence to actually do the programming. And that's what our tools does so we can rapidly build these systems in a cost-effective manner.
1: So how long have you guys been programming? Because this is a lot of knowledge here sitting at the table.
4: I've I've been programming for over 30 years. Wow. And and I've had a lot of different jobs and a lot of different companies. And my favorite part is the design portion. So I've been jumping around to continue, you know, Mm -hmm. working on what I love to do.
1: How about you, Steve? About
4: twelve years now, I'd say. So,
1: Have, it's been a while. It's been a while, but like, <laughs> how? What was it like when you first started, and how much has it changed in those thirty years? And no. and I'm going to ask you the same question. <laughs> sure, it's, sure. Yeah. It's like that's Facebook start, and now Facebook now, um, almost. Do you, want, do you want me to Go start?
3: Ahead. Okay. Um, it just, I think everything is like flashier. I would say it's just that the tools are a lot. Slicker and I don't know it's, it's a lot easier to use a, lo- a lot of things um, but I'm still using the same language I'm still using Java as my main programming so actually the, the detail side of it hasn't really changed a ton there's just a lot of new libraries and, and different ways to, to go about programming
1: Is Java the most popular language to learn? Probably, I was told probably, PHP yeah. was PHP. and Python maybe not that old though
3: they're all they're all up there. I, I don't know the actual numbers, but they're all the big the big dogs. Mm-hmm.
4: They, they they specialize in different things. I mean, what you want to do for us? Java's the best because we're building um, AI and intelligence in the background. It's not so much the GUI. The, the front mm-hmm. end is more the PHP. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Front end really? Because in my oh. software, PHP is in the back end. That's interesting.
3: It's kind of the go between. Of, of the, the so CSS.
1: we use MySQL for the database, PHP in the back and HTML and Java and CSS in the front. Maybe it's JavaScript. JavaScript in yeah. the front. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I had it backwards. So okay. th- so that's interesting to me because I did not know that the languages could um have multiple applications and whether it's front or back or even the database that it's like making a hamburger, <laughs> you know, is how I look at it. The front end is the top of the bun, and then the database is the the meat and yeah. all of that stuff. And then the back end is the bottom of the bun. <laughs> so You've had like to learn
3: anything. a lot, huh? Doing you know I, I, I have. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and I had to, you know, translate it into something that I could understand. I go, yeah. okay, I think this is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. How about yourself? How has it changed in those 30 years?
4: Totally. When I first started, we had no tools we did everything by, by hand. How, I mean, how could you how, do that you, by How by does hand? that work by
1: <laughs> hand? <laughs> how do you program you by hand? Understand. Like, is that whole punching? No, budget? I mean, we had
4: the keyboards and stuff, but we had, right. we didn't even have, we had nothing to find. I mean, and if we wanted something, we'd have to invent it ourselves. You know, so wow. it, it's just for, and then, then the library started, and then tools like data, we didn't have databases, so the first databases came out, and then it just got more and more and more sophisticated. And we got we got better because you know I was I'm like you know 200 times more efficient than I was when I first started just because of all the tools.
1: Do you guys know what IBM um, punch cards are?
4: IBM
0: punch punch cards. Okay, I know so what IBM is and I know what a punch card is. Yeah. The,
1: the first program
4: I wrote was on a, on a punch card.
1: And they don't know. They may think that's like their you know time punch card and like it's not that. So go ahead and explain it.
4: Um, you have you know, instead of typing out a line, you, you, you punch out a card and then you, then you have these, all these cards that you give you know to a central mainframe, and they run it for you. Mm-hmm. And so I had a project due, and I had to wait like four hours to get my response back. So when I first started, I would you know do it real quickly and I'd make you know a few errors. And they'd give it back, and I'd correct a few errors. And I'd have to turn. It took me days to write a simple program. Mm-hmm. You know, I got better after a while. I I I would go through and fix all my problems before <laughs> handing in the cards. But
1: I'll give but, them an but example. But now we have
4: PCs, and we get instant feedback. It just I, you don't even have to think. You just let the computer. Tell yeah, it's the talking. To us. Yeah.
1: So you guys know when you do those Scantron tests, like the pencil and the paper. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like that. But they were cards,
2: like a punch card. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not like a timesheet was used in.
1: If you go and you look at how, yeah, it was really amazing and giant, giant mainframes, right? Yeah. Yeah, Um, machines, and they would be like filling up rooms.
3: So I, I think he's talked about his like school project. He would bring a box of cards in to compile it like he would walk mm-hmm. and that like that's what he turned in it wasn't no. like a floppy disk uh, it was like a box of cards yeah <laughs>
1: okay. that's and interesting it, too <laughs> yeah. and then
0: those cards is the, the program or the code of the program is that all that or
4: it would be like a one-line statement which would be each card okay, okay. and
1: so it's pulling it through
4: and it's reading that to well it it's a card reader. It's a big machine, and they would just read one card at a time very quickly.
0: This, this all just sounds alien to me. Like, <laughs> I feel like it's not
2: because I've seen like movies of like oh right. NASA like, exactly doing Apollo Eleven. So I've seen like kind of in movies like, computation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure, sounds yeah. I'm sure it's not the same thing. But to I think it's extent, pretty close. It, <laughs> pretty close. And, and
4: then we got more advanced, and we started having dials that we we click to program or machines, and then it just, and it just, it got better and better and better, so, but at the beginning.
1: Your dad's on.
4: Sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw. Yeah, Hello? we'll have to tell him hi, write him a note.
1: Yeah, so that's, that's incredible. I know that was a huge deviation from where we are. Let's go ahead and we'll get back on track. So, um, what's our next question that you guys wanted to ask about? Matt?
2: Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. how did you come up with the name Brainnet? net yeah, why, why one word where'd that come from um
3: i mean coming up with a name is not easy i don't know that's like the yeah. hardest part of yeah. starting a business i swear <laughs> 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 so I, I basically just came down to us uh in the source, looking up a bunch of words that n- had to do with our company and just trying to mash them together in different ways just trying to come up with some kind of unique name and brain net was available um and just one word just sounded more modern to me. I don't know, like brain net. It just seems kind of outdated. Everyone just kind of does like one word that doesn't really mean anything. So yeah. just brain net. So okay.
1: Khalil, tell them what you think uh, that meant.
0: What, the brain net? Yeah. I mean, it's, just, it's what it sounds like, like a, a web of intellect. I don't know. Yeah. A web a of brain brains
1: all Yeah, together. I mean, that's and what it sounds like. we like, like, the like the that image. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fine a, with us. That's
4: exactly what we're doing because... We're building. We have the building blocks for like a neural network. So, and then, so it's a you know, you know. Though that's not a space we're in. Right. That's kind of our architecture. So right. That's yeah. really interesting. Wow, that's really
0: cool. Yeah, that's why we were like, oh, Matrix of it. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> And that's where our conversation went in Matrix and went, oh yeah, that's a really good uh, movie, and we just yeah, but, totally went all over the so place.
0: like, and um, I guess. Correct me if I'm wrong, um, your software could be applied to most of any data? Um, it's really
3: industry neutral. It can
0: be, it can be applied anywhere,
3: and just, we are going after different industries. So just depending
0: on what the client requests, so it just can be mm-hmm. anything?
3: Yeah, depending on who the client is. It could be any, right. any kind of business, right. basically, that needs to connect data uh, together. How,
0: how do you, because I remember asking, how do you like, make money off of that, or how, do, how does that work? The, the business side of it, how does it work?
1: The business model. Yeah.
3: So um, we make the connections and then we license out. It's called a network thread that runs to make these, you know, to, to have these connections actually possible. And so it runs at their site or it can run in the cloud or whatever. And there's a monthly licensing fee okay. for them.
0: Okay. And do you, and so you guys let, I'm trying to like come to terms with this. Yeah. Uh, so you let companies share their data. Yeah and do you sell that data or back or how do you No, re- they
3: they handle their own data. They can do whatever they request of us. We can move their data, okay. but we don't actually deal with their data. We that's their that's that's their thing. But okay. We just we just move it around how they want
0: it. Just give them the means to be able to like right. transport yeah. it basically. Yeah,
4: we we move it, but we also translate it and transform it in 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 forms that their other machines can understand.
0: Okay. Okay. Gotcha. You just you know,
2: trying to keep like <laughs> how we were saying the temperature readings could react in different ways and different. Yeah,
3: and that's another, yeah, you you want different intelligence behind it. So, right. yeah, the temperature changes, you want to get an email about that, and we can add that intelligence in to make yeah. that
0: happen. So, are there other companies that do this or big companies that are doing this right now?
3: There's d- definitely a huge industry in connecting systems together because, I mean, that's our world today is just interconnected yeah, systems. Right. Um, But they all have different architecture and that gets into the really techie side but um they're just we think they're doing it in a way that doesn't allow you to grow as big like as you add more and more connections it just costs more and more money to to update to add more connections onto it and we have kind of a system that it doesn't cost as much money it's cheaper it's faster it's just better designed in how to make these connections
1: so it is like the matrix. It's just like the matrix. <laughs> <laughs> it's all of that code that's running through, and we're really a—we really are the code. So, <laughs> we're so in it.
0: Is that what would distinguish it from other companies who do the same thing, or it's the architecture? Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's but
4: it, it's also we're we're distributed we're not a centralized intelligence so it's more expensive to develop on our systems okay so therefore we had to come up with a way to lower the price and make it cheaper so we're using artificial intelligence to rapidly build all these connections and that's something our competitors don't have that I'm aware of okay the, the ability to not only have a better architecture but to do it quicker right.
1: has has the company launched like, are you? Our do you company? have clients?
4: Yes, we yeah. we have one one client that we're building a, um, a a system so we can go out and sell it. So we mm-hmm. have an integrator, and we've launched a second company to get um, um, contracts with the government. So wow. we we've. We've uh, located four possible applications uh, in our, of our product in mil- military
3: simulation. Is mm. the
4: military simulation security um, normalizing normalizing large data sets? So these are all separate uh, applications, but we're going for it.
1: Just so you know, um, the 29th of this month is the Itsec conference. Are you guys going? We're not going, but we know about it. Do you want to go? You could be. I am. I'm going and um, a few people are going with me and we're taking the students around on the floor. You get to go for free. Oh, in that case, yes. We're in. We're <laughs> in. Okay. And so you the like advantage free. is you, you help escort the students around on the floor, but you get to talk to all of the vendors, and it's a super great opportunity to um, connect in a different way and potentially get some contracts. That's how yeah. I, I've been doing this my fourth year now where I go. So I'll connect you to the uh, contact that I have and – uh welcome you in cuz Victor's going with me Alex is going um and then I have Two students that have never interned with me, but I see them at every career fair, and they wanted to come because they're, I think, mechanical engineer and uh, software engineer. So cool. I went, come on in. We <laughs> just
3: did um, – it was called Industry Capability Day. It was for yeah. it was for military simulation, and so we had a little booth there and everything, and every person talked to us about ITSEC, and you need yeah. to go to ITSEC. That's where, That's where you go. <laughs> it,
1: is, it is the whole concourse. It is the biggest thing. Okay, no, it's not. After having gone to Web Summit, I can say that's the biggest thing I've ever gone to. But ITSEC is, like, huge in here in mm-hmm. the United States. And yeah. it is always in Orlando, and that's a, a huge draw. And it's um, they have three conferences in that simulation um, and defense arena end of October, sometimes in September, October, and November. And if you go to those conferences, you make some really good connections. And they are, like admirals and generals and the people that are the decision makers and i will tell you you need a capability statement i have one and i was registering again on um, sam.gov so you can get contracts have you guys done that
3: we haven't registered yet now but we've been yeah it's not it's not hard but um
1: then you become um a pass-through contractor because you can get to work with a prime and then you know they can subcontract you in Mm -hmm. so it's a, a cool way that's that's why I go.
3: So, so we're partnering with a company. Um, it's, uh, it's th- they specialize in bidding for these contracts, and mm-hmm. they, they have tons of experience. And they knew every single contract that we yeah. already brought to them. And, and they're partnering to be our front end because we want to stay more back in the technical side. Right. And so they're there. They're going to be the front to actually bid and win these contracts for us. So Very can, good. Very that. good.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's exciting and so I'll, I'll connect you for sure, sure. well that was yeah, good welcome. i'm glad that came up in the conversation <laughs> bringing people um, together so i'm going to look at this what uh distinguishes brain net well you said really you answered this one from your other competitors out there but we'll make sure I we mean, specifically ask that question they, they
0: mentioned the architect yeah. i mean go, yeah. go ahead and the go artificial deep. intelligence can, really explain it if you if you're the one yeah was
4: yeah. yeah. I don't know. Did you have more to add? Uh, it's it's mm-hmm. our the architecture, AI. The, yeah. the AI, our man-machine interface, which uh, is uh, very simple, very focused,
1: and it's cross-disciplinary. Build an integrated system a lot quicker because you're not
4: doing one one process. The artificial intelligence builds a whole system in parallel at the same time.
0: How long did that did, has this been in like in development, or how, how long has it taken? Well, the,
4: you? the first time where the idea came to me is when I was working, and I I was working on a project that uh, with a text file, they 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 were generating, you know a half a million lines of code which take 4 hours and 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 that inspired me to to start working on this and I've been working on this for many years but we actually started coding a few years back so so we've been coding for about a little over three years now. Okay. And we're just going into the new phase a couple of months ago to start marketing it. Yeah, wow. we did
3: the starter studio in the spring. Right. Um so that was kind of our kickoff to the, the business and marketing side. So, wow. right. so since then we've just been <laughs> focusing on, on getting clients and things like that.
4: Yeah, we had to build a core. I mean we tried to to talk about it but people were confused. We mm-hmm. we realized we right. had to we had to have a product before we could we could Sell market. it. Or, it and, yeah. You know, yeah.
2: So if there is one, what is the future and goal for BrainNet? So we really want to get
3: to large networks. So we're talking like hospital networks or like military simulation. Like we're talking like, like giant, massive industries. Um, Cause we think we're the solution to a lot of their, their headaches with sharing data and everything like that. But. That's you know it takes small steps at the beginning. They're not going to turn over the keys to their their, to a hospital network right. for for a startup. Right. So so we're we're working on the you know small iterations till we can get to the point and that people trust the product and that we can get in there and make a big difference with that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Do you guys know uh, Ron Benzie? No. Ron, um, he. he He used to be uh, in Starter Studio. I think it was Class 6. Totally different product. But um, his product is World Housing Solution.
3: I saw a talk by him. Yeah.
1: And so he's come out of Starter Studio, but he, not for what he has, but he has all types of uh, connections now with the U.S. government in in different military branches. It's um, housing that is uh, virtually indestructible, like flame torches on it doesn't melt it um it has screws that goes into the ground so it's it, it can withstand it, i think it can withstand 300 mile an hour winds it's just incredible And it's really easy to build and take yeah down all it's that, like right? a pop-up the, thing yeah yeah so solar powered you know all kinds of stuff um you guys should definitely talk with him too because he can make some introductions he's been established now for i want to say a good two years and he's been traveling all over with his product and they know him and trust him. So that would be a good connection for you guys. I'd love to meet him. Yeah, sure. yeah. I'll do that too. Cool. Okay, just cool. remind me if I forget. Yeah. All righty. so go, go ahead.
2: What's the hardest thing about developing software? Is that a big question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, developing too
4: software too it is, it's it's is not hard. To, to us a hard part is the business part. Okay. That's the that's uh, part okay. we have to learn. How do you sell the hardware? I mean, we're both professionals, and, and, and we love develop software. We love the creative aspects of it. But the challenge is to build a team, to make connections, to market it, to brand yourself. I mean, they, those are the challenges.
1: Yeah, because we always need other people that don't have our, you know, they don't have our skills. They can have some skills that we need, and that's the key yeah. is anything. You were yeah. going to say yeah. something, though.
3: Oh, this, I uh, just, the hard part to me, uh, cause I I've felt the same exact way. It's, it's the programming side isn't hard. Like it just, it might be time consuming in certain things, but it's never like the hard thing. The hard is everything outside of that. And that, that can be like doing small tech support things. You know, you're, you're trying to mm. load up a program and it's just not working and you yeah. spend a whole day trying to do it. But whenever you actually get into the code, it's, that's that's the easy stuff. Yeah, because those are your
1: <laughs> gifts. That's what you guys do all the time, and it's easy for you. Yeah, the hard things, yeah, like financial statements, yeah. not something I absolutely love to do. Yeah, yeah. So I but totally. But it, it, it can
3: even be the tech side on, on stuff outside of coding. That's just why is this program not running? That's mm. you know someone else's program or something like that. It's just that's when it gets really frustrating. <laughs>
1: yeah. So um, you guys right. have been having a student with you, Lucas Tremaso. Um, he had worked with me, and now he's one of the Interim Pursuit wor- uh, students that's working with you. How has that been? Tell us about it.
4: He's fantastic. Um, we He's very knowledgeable in programming, but it's a two-way street. Uh, just learning how to program is different than than you know building a system. So what we tried to do with him was... To start small where he'd be successful with a a small procedure or or method. And then we're growing him. Where Mm -hmm. now we've given him responsibility to design something and in and, and you know he's excited about it he's he's has a lot of knowledge and it, it it's it's a win win for both of us
1: mm, i'm glad to hear that i he, i think he's brilliant
3: yeah and it's been it's been great apart from you know what we can teach him he's taught us a lot of the stuff because he, he really stays up with the newest technology so he was making recommendations for how we should build the new tools that we're working on and you oh, know good. the frameworks to use and things like that and we we really trust his opinions in that way and we've gone with what he said
1: yeah that's excellent yeah Yeah. his research skills are super good I agree so you were an intern at one time what was was. that like
3: it was great and um it was doing exactly what my profession was it was they were having me program it was kind of like we're saying we're doing with Lucas um where they just would give me tasks and I would I would do it and then um So that transition into my actual working career was seamless. It was just going from internship to actual job. There was no difference. It was just... Did they they hire you there? No, they didn't. I I got a job at another place. I think they would have eventually, but they didn't have the budget for it at the time. Uh, got it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's usually one of the, the downsides is, yeah. you know, but it's really good that you got some good skills behind you and yeah. you learned some uh, good workflow and project management. And For sure, yeah, yeah. everything. That's they had me good.
3: involved in the meetings and I was a normal employee basically there. Yeah, <laughs> doing, that's, doing that is
1: the dream story. That is what you want mm-hmm. to be able to hear.
0: Yeah. yeah. Getting that experience where you're still studying, yeah? Yeah. I'm sure it's beneficial.
1: Yeah. I think so. And I think for um, a young student, too, it's uh, somebody that's getting their first job. It's about building confidence more than anything. Yeah. So that they're comfortable and feel like they are contributing. Yeah.
3: And I was going to, to school at UCF at the time for computer science, and... You know, I was I was learning things there and a lot of important things, but I was also like, this is so different than the working world. These are two mm-hmm. separate yeah. things, and I can apply both to each other. But like, I need this work experience before I get my right. first
0: job. Like, this is crucial. Mm-hmm. Is that what you graduated with? Yeah, computer science. Computer yeah. science.
1: Did not know he we went to UCF. Did you? Oh, I did. Uh, oh, I, mean, did I saw you? it on his LinkedIn. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just I just didn't
0: know what degree. You, you yeah. Um, sorry, like, I did a bit of stalking Oh, you're fine. <laughs> no, no, no. You did research. At least the most <laughs> I could, the most I could find, you know. Yeah. Um, do you have any advice you could give to current uh, computer science students at just any college? <laughs>
3: um, I mean, it's get an internship for for sure. Get mm-hmm. experience in the working world, but also. I think everyone already does this with a computer science mind, but, but side projects like okay. get, find a passion, find if you want to make a game or something like that and just, just work on it. That's why I figured out how to do so much stuff just for my little passion projects yeah. on the side that you can't always even get from work or from school.
0: Yeah. For the longest time I wanted to get into game design uh-huh. because I, I felt like it was something I really enjoyed or I, yeah. I could have enjoyed. I never yeah. got far into it and yeah. I just exchanged it for films. Like, Mm-hmm. kind of different, but yeah. not... Yeah, and I yeah, always kind of like look back and yeah. I'm like, what could have been, you know? Yeah. Because I have some game design uh, friends and they're always telling me about what they're doing. I'm like, that sounds really cool, but yeah. I yeah. have no idea how that works.
3: Yeah, and I mean, if if your passion starts out as game design, you can sometimes end up trying to do game design and learning a lot from that, and then right. you you'd turn and say, oh... This actually could be applied to other industries and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's really not that much of a difference. You're like, oh, that can add creativity to any
0: industry I get into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess all all knowledge is good knowledge. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can agree on that.
1: <laughs> so um I just came back from Web Summit and that was seventy thousand people in one place, and it was amazing. Um, I was in the Alpha program, and I would really recommend that you guys apply for that for next year. Um, they only let 10% of the startups that um, apply come in, and each startup gets one day on the floor, and it is the busiest thing you will ever do. Um, they put you into your categories of where you belong, so you would be over there on that AI side for sure. I was in a... Um, a learning and HR field, so that that was where my row was. You cannot believe how I came back with 200 connections. Wow! In one day, one day, and so it's like there's people in line to talk with you, and you you have to have lots of cards, go with some marketing materials because people take it. And I now understand how to use that to my, even more so to my advantage. Next year I wanna be able to be in the beta. They have an alpha and a beta. Um, I had two people that were uh, potential investors come up and talk with me. One was from um, KPMG and then the other one was from an Italian accelerator. They said, send us your um, investor pitch deck. I don't have one of those. So I'm, I've i been working on it yesterday, and I have to finish up a draft tonight so I can go over it with one of my mentors. And I'm going to ask Donna to look at it, too. But, like, I need to get it out the door because wow. you never know. That can be where you get your your funding. Oh, yeah. And um, the, the biggest thing was the United States is not as represented there. It is a global Web Summit, and it, there's a focus on everybody is there but the United States. And that's funny to me. Um, people, students from all over the world come to the United States to go to school here because we're considered, you know, a leader in this, but we weren't there. And the people would come up to me and they went, wow, you came a long way to be here. So now you become a bit of a unicorn in the room (laughs) because they really want to do business with us in the United States. And, and it was just incredible. I had time with mentors. I went to all different types of talks, uh, Techstars was there i mean there's all it's so entrepreneurial and so many software companies come up and say hey we want to do business with you from like the ukraine from central south america from you know russia from all different countries
3: they look at you as a way to get in to the united states yes. business-wise they yeah. are
1: looking at that that's what they yeah. very much want that's yeah cool. yeah but it's not even just that like i said uh Little side note, um, I think I had shared this with Matt, but not with um, Khalil. Okay, it's very Americanized. Also, you can drink water from the tap. Just about everybody mm. spoke English. Mm. Uber was ever everywhere. Um, you could the modern section felt like I was in the United States. The mall was four stories high and it had every high end store that you can think of, like at the mall at Millennia. I mean. I didn't feel like I was out of my country. I just felt I was in a a cool little section of the United States. That's cool. So anyway. How how did um, it
3: work? Did you have your own booth
1: there? I did. They built me my own booth. I'll I'll have to show you what it looks like, too. And so I got um, somebody from Startup League reached out to me, and and I found it through um, Facebook. And when I looked at it, I went, okay, I'll go ahead and apply. So I had to send them a deck. Um, They had a phone call with me. Every week they have a meeting, and they decide who they're going to let in. And um, I got in. I had to pay some registration fees. But um, Startup League is a different group. They found me. And they said, we'd uh, like you to, you know, there's going to be 10 people out of 100 that we're inviting. And only these 10 will have free registration, free swag. You can enter any... um, competition for a whole year and they will pay all of that for you so that was another great so now the trip was only the cost of whatever my hotel and you know my stay was and st- i would say uh, stay at airbnb it was way cheaper <laughs> yeah. but nonetheless um those are insider tips but if you're trying to do business across the pond that is the place to be and Everybody that was exhibiting, I went um, all three days to go and see the other businesses in my industry, and I didn't see anybody that was focusing on intern compliance, and that made me feel really good. Uh, but I had a lot of interest because schools came up and said, "We want this. At, are you are you coming to the Ivory Coast? Are you coming to Brazil? Are you coming to um, Italy? You know, these were the countries that were saying we want this product, and so for me that was validating, and I really. Was appreciative of that opportunity to be there. Yeah. So would, you never know.
0: Would you, um, I mean, would you guys, are you interested in taking your business abroad at some point or, or is that like a too far? <laughs> to like, yeah. If you I don't want to do
1: business overseas, all, then you don't go, but
3: things. yeah, there's just, there's so much potential everywhere that we yeah. don't feel the need to, to go around Cause I mean, we've just course, see, yeah. seen so many opportunities here, but I mean, we're not opposed to, to moving somewhere, doing any of that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. I will tell you, there was even an an additional uh, economic incentive. So uh, Portugal, if you have investor money and you apply to be in their accelerator, they give you matching money to whatever that investor gave you so you could work in their country for 12 weeks. I'm going, I... I could do that. <laughs> now you just made you know double the money for your your project. So especially for twelve weeks,
3: you can. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's
1: not that hard. It was really nice there. So anyway, that was super cool. Um, leaders, let's talk about who your inspiring leaders are that have either shaped your thinking or um, given you your values, whatever it is that sets you on your course for life. David, let's start with you.
4: Well. Steve Jobs of Apple. Mm. Uh, And the reason why was he was an innovator in in our products and innovation. And there's a couple approaches, uh, dynamic, uh, diametrically opposed. And one is the the Microsoft where everything's components and you you plug it in. And then there's a Microsoft view where everything is integrated and you you control it yourself and in, in our product we we believe in the integration where because we can make it more sophisticated, make it, it faster. So uh, I admire that that way of thinking.
1: Mm. He was a good one too. How about you, Stephen?
3: Um mine's not the the same kind of in the tech side, but it's my uh my grandmother, I would say, was mm-hmm. one of my role models and she uh I don't know, just the spirit she she would bring and um just very calm and collected, but also very passionate. And it was is this just, on your mom's side or your dad's side? dad's side. Ah, okay. So, yeah. She's just, I don't know, she's just a great person that, that made you feel good to be around her. And that's just, I don't know, the kind I of person I'd want to be. I think that's important. Yeah. I think <laughs> that's really
1: important, yeah. Because that's your day-to-day interaction. And certainly Steve Jobs can be somebody that inspires us to move in our passion, but you also need those people around in your life that... Will tell you straight up, no, you're you're wrong, and yeah. this is why, or you need to fix this. Yeah, and
3: I, th- I think you have different role models for different times. because yeah. she's not my my business <laughs> role model. Yeah, of course, of <laughs> no. yeah more Steve of Jobs kind of person would be <laughs> yeah. my business role model. Right. so yeah, yeah, yeah. two two sides of the coin. Yeah,
0: it's good to see inspiration in the people nearest to you, though. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Yeah.
1: So, um, all right. Well, I think we need to do our next um, sponsor recognition.
0: <laughs> All right. Our second sponsor is Create the Movement. Creating Movement takes two things, the right people and the right message. Finding the right people takes laser focus and extensive research. Crafting the right message requires in-depth market knowledge and constant tweaking. It's not about thinking outside the box. It's about knowing what your box is made of and using it to your advantage. Thank you, Create the Movement, for sponsoring the Intern Whisperer Live.
1: All right, so I know we're going to be wrapping up here. Um, This has been a really interesting conversation. Um, I forgot to ask you, though, and I want to make sure that we put these in the show notes. Uh, This is going live. It will be recorded, but do you have a – what social channels are you on?
3: We – not really any at the moment. We just use our website, brainnet.io.
1: Do you have a LinkedIn account for the company? uh,
3: We do. We okay. Yeah.
1: All right. So we at least know they're on LinkedIn. Yes, we're on okay. LinkedIn. Were, were you planning
3: on ever like, going into a social media platform? So or we like a... we have all the all the tags and everything, but we just don't use them.
1: So what's at the your moment? what's your Twitter handle? Is it Brainnet Inc? I think it's Brainnet.io. Brain because There's ion. no brain need just to brain that. <laughs> I'm not hundred percent on
3: that. Like I said, we, we don't use it okay. yet. But, but
0: like would you, would you ever be Oh absolutely? As we, and yeah, as
3: we grow and we have people that can handle that, it's just the time right. the
0: t- yeah. there takes a lot of effort to, to yeah. do those right. things. It does. It absolutely <laughs> just, does. You know, yeah, and get some PR people to like yeah, Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. That's what the marketing person is for. <laughs> that's why that's why we have them there. If any yeah. marketing people are interested. Yeah. Join your team, right? Yeah. Anyway. Um um, so, uh, shout out to Valencia College. We want to tell Valencia College thank you and Q. We love you. Every week I say this. I love Q. Um, he lets us come in here. He fixes our problems. He educates us. We we love him. So, we also love Valencia College and the radio station here. We get to be in this really nice studio and be able to um, share our message and also our guests and our What I learned stories. So, um go ahead. where's our cool music though? Oh it's coming. It's coming. Okay. <laughs> shout outs. Yeah. Well I know, but I thought I was gonna be playing in the background while we do our shout outs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know what movie this is from, guys?
3: The Matrix. There you go. Dinky Bing, you win, you win. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, that was such a great movie. It's classic. T- it's I was classic. obsessed with
2: the first one when I was um,
1: younger. <laughs> me too. Okay, so shout outs. Uh, Matt.
2: Same as always. Mom and Dad. <laughs> thanks, Mom and Dad.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, I guess, yeah, thanks, Dad. He did tune in for like a couple seconds, I think. Uh, shout out to Abby, who couldn't. Um, Well, he's away from town, and Jason, who couldn't be here today. Thank you. Yeah,
1: we miss you, Jason. So um, my shout-outs are, Jason, congratulations. You're graduating next week. We are so happy for you. And also, he um, has some opportunities that look like they're on the horizon, so we'll let him share that. I want to thank you two that are sitting across from me. Um, I always love being able to be on the show with you guys. Thank you. I want to thank my own crew that's with me, my interns, my contractors, and all of my software and game people. They are amazing. And I also want to thank my guests so, and, and our sponsors. Oh, my goodness, my sponsors, too. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for being on the show. Steven, who is your shout-out for? I'll give
3: my shout-out to my beautiful fiance, Martha. A very nice. And, um, and, yeah, I just I want to thank you for having me us and thank uh, starter studio also they were, helped us a lot with everything
1: yeah they are <laughs> awesome okay david
4: my shout out is to my wife sue
1: very oh, nice no. yeah so hopefully they're listening but they'll be able to uh, see the recorded show later very good All right, so I want to make sure that we say um, you can find Intern Pursuit on Facebook, obviously. Uh, You can watch us live. You can find us on Twitter. You can listen to us live on MixLR.com forward slash Valencia College Radio and follow the Intern Whisperer. And uh, we're going to be closing out the show.
0: All right, thank you.